Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. I wish I could figure out what's going on here. And welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. We are your host. This is Amy. And this is Megan. Thanks for joining us again. Um, this week, Amy is recapping the Dead Files episode called Shattered. It's from season eight and episode 13, and it originally aired on September 16th of 2017. Yeah. So why did you choose this, Amy? Well, I think I mentioned this last time, but I was going through the our, I have a spreadsheet of all the mm-hmm. episodes we've done. Mm-hmm. And well, I have a spreadsheet of all of the episodes of the show, and then I mark off which ones we've done, when, and all that. And I was glancing at it, noticing that we had only done one episode from season eight. And so mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to do an episode from season eight. Mm-hmm. And so I just opened up Discovery, and I was kind of scrolling through, you know, the little carousel of pictures. Yep. And I really liked the picture for this one because it was love creepy. It. Yep. I love it. Very scientific. Yep. 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 Very very scientific. So, so, so that's why I picked it. And I'm glad I did because it's good. And it takes good. place in New York. You know, I have a soft spot Oh my spot God, what is with you in New York? I do have a soft spot you for New York. Love this it. is like rural upstate New York, though. I'm not sure I would love that as much as as much as I love New York City. But Oh, see, I would love the ruralness of New York. Really? I would not. I would hate living in the city. I would hate it. Oh, it's too opposite. many people. There's I know. too many people. I know. And I'm not a real fan of people either, but no. I... I really loved New York City when I was did there. You? Yeah, That's I really good. did. I really I would, did. No. I don't think I could do it all the time. Every time I would need like a cabin up north or something, you know, that oh, I could no, go to if I needed you're getting to. ritzy. Yeah. Let's see. I've got my studio in Manhattan and then my cabin <laughs> in upstate. Forget about the Hamptons in the summer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You can't forget about the Hamptons. No, no. no everybody no. who's anybody goes to the Hamptons. Right. I only know about the Hamptons from the show Revenge. I have no concept of what it's like at all. Well, I'm sure it's exactly like it is on Revenge. Oh, my God. I'm sure. The TV shows never lie. I know when I watched that and I would text you and I would have, oh, my God, I loved Revenge. But it's such a good show. I had to take breaks. It was so stressful. Yeah. It's a little anxiety. Not good for my anxiety. (laughs) You know, Emily and um, Daniel got married in real life. That's right. Yeah. They're so cute. I know. They're cute. Precious. And then she was just in a show that I – no, I'm not going to remember what it was. But of course. we were watching something, Greg and I, and I said, oh, my God, that's Revenge Girl. And it was something- Emily. No, Amanda. Yeah. The character was Amanda. Mm-hmm. Or was it 
No, it was, was Amanda. Two, it was two characters, didn't she? Yeah. she. Her original name was Amanda, but then she told everybody her name was Emily because I guess Amanda's not ritzy enough. <laughs> didn't and she, the, like, take the place of somebody she was in prison with or something yeah, like that? Yeah. In juvie. Yeah, in juvie. Yeah. Well, she didn't take her place. She she. She just she took her identity. Her name? Yeah. I think she took her identity. She took her name. And then when she got out and came to visit, then she was Amanda. And then Jack fell in love with her. But really, he would, spoiler alert, but really, he was still in love with Emily slash Amanda. Uh-huh. It was seriously like it a soap so, opera. Such a good soap opera. Oh, my God. It was so, so good. good. And Daniel was so hot. He's British. Who knew? Yeah. He had a good American accent. Yeah. I'm always I surprised. I have a good American accent. I know. I'm American. <laughs> I'm always surprised when people that are from another country speak better than we do. Um, I don't know Edward, why I should be. I shouldn't. Uh, be. Robert Pattinson, Edward Cullen. Oh yeah, British. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I saw him in Harry Potter, I was like, "Wow, he does a really good British accent." <laughs> Little did I know he was just talking. Look at that, just talking, just talking. Oh, let's see. Sorry, I I derailed us with no. The, that's I don't fine. even know what you know. It's my I, honestly, my I think I think we're better when we're derailed. I think we are too. It, it just seems more natural. Yeah. And like uh, that we're on TikTok. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to mention is that I started to put up audiograms. Yes. On TikTok. So we have a little bit of a TikTok presence. We're under, right now we're under collected sounds. I might switch it over and get us a our own account. But right now so it's come under listen to us because... collected sounds account. Yeah. Come on over and give it a shot. But um, we had a comment that said, do I have to watch the dead files in order to listen to this show? No. And Megan replied and said, no, you don't have no. to. And I replied and said, frankly, there's more chit chat about everyday shit than there is yeah. about the dead files. If you it's like, if you look at a ratio, it's probably right. more of this than there is dead yeah. files talk. True but, story. Because we'll talk about the dead files and then I'll be like, oh, my God, that reminds me. And mm-hmm. 35 minutes later. Yeah. And he's like, can I, we get the fuck back no. to the show? <laughs> no, because I do it, too. And Greg's poking his head and like, can you fucking stop? Just You've been at this for five hours. Dinner's been ready. <laughs> I've got kebabs that are ready to go. He's making dinner again tonight. Oh, Greg. I'm officially on the website for the Harvest Howl from the Wildlife Sanctuary, the craft oh, fair that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sent you a picture of it. So when I saw you your official. saw the vendors. Yes, yep. I am yep. on there. Sweet. Big day. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Cool, cool. Um, Patreon. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking about doing is changing up the tiers a little bit so that it's not like tier one gets this and then tier two gets that plus more and then tier three gets all those plus more. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of feel like I just want people to join at whatever level they can or wish mm-hmm. to support us at. And then mm-hmm. I I feel like it's kind of classist to say, if you give us. Yeah, I don't like more. that. I don't. So I think I'm just gonna. I'm gonna leave it one, three, and five dollars, yeah. and just let people pick what they want. But yeah. everybody gets the same thing. Yeah. So I hate that, especially like other podcasts do that, and I well, can't everybody afford. does. Yeah, everybody does, and that's the way that that everybody. No, I shouldn't say everybody, but people I support, they all do it that way, mm-hmm. and there are you know I I can't give five dollars to every single yeah. one that I like or yeah. you know I, I would have no I money. Can, right. But um, I I give five dollars right now to two and I'm like maybe three. Yeah. But the thing is they started at five and I'm like, can't you yeah. start it at like Patreon you know, wants us? you to start at five. 
Well, Patreon can suck it. Just That's kidding. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, I'll be changing that up. So if anybody yes. wants to join, we're, by the time this airs, we'll be close to the end of the month. Mm-hmm. This one's coming out on the 26th. So um, September 1st is a good time to mm-hmm. to come down and become a member. Yep. So that's cool, cool. And then uh, we are close to a thousand followers on Instagram. So if you're not following us, come on over and follow us. And if you're a real person that has posts and doesn't look like a bot, I'll follow you back. Yep. Um, and this week we hit over four thousand downloads. I what? What is it's happening? I know it is exciting. We're at. Let me just refresh one more time. F five. Um, oops, like I have five the wrong thing. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, my my uh, audacity jumped when I hit the button, and I'm like, what did I do over there? You're like, audacity, settle down. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Oh, sure. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> we have 4,017. Oh, <gasps> you guys. Downloads. Oh, my God. Yep. That's amazing. Yep, yep. And That's my friend cool. from work, Roxanne, she started listening a couple of weeks ago and she oh, said she loves us, obviously. Oh, who wasn't? <laughs> who doesn't love us or love right. us? Um, I think that we do have some new people that are catching up because mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of like when I look at 24 hours, the past 24 hours, I see mm-hmm. like one episode for, I mean, one yeah. download for episode three and then episode yep. four and then episode five. So I think people are just. Yeah, catching up and stuff. So that's cool. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And um, our podcast partners this week are are Dark Tales from the Road is one podcast. And then Paranormal Exposed is another one. And Paranormal Exposed is part of the BooPod network that um, that we've been talking about. The other one's not, uh, but it's a good podcast and we're... We're exchanging some promos. And aren't with each we other. part of the Boo Pod too? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh yeah, yeah. darn right we are. Yeah. Sure. I was like, why are we talking about the Boo Pod if we're not part of the Boo Pod? We are. For Pete's sake. We our mascot's are. a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Hookah. It doesn't get more boo than That's that. It. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> um, also, I want to remind people to review us. We haven't gotten in a review in a while, and yeah. we love only those. if it's nice. Yeah, I'll nice be review. like these. These women are dumb. That yeah. would hurt our feelings. That would hurt our feelings. I cry very easily. So, <laughs> we went to a parade today. My son. Oh yeah. Uh, we watched one, and I literally because I was in the parade. I was in a marching band in high school. Oh, fun! And I almost started crying because Aww. I was like so emotional. I'm like, oh my god, this brings back so many memories. Aww. I almost started crying at a parade. So, <laughs> you think I cried a parade of negative reviews? I'm gonna just call yeah. Amy. That's how upset I'll be. I'll call her. <laughs> oh no! And Amy will be like, "Shit, this could have been so, a text." Seriously, like <laughs> if you write us a negative review, there'll just be a snowball of effects, and <laughs> it's not good. Not gonna be good. Please, so just Mm-mm. please be like, they're funny. Yeah, I just yeah. wrote your review for you. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> simple. Very yeah. simple. Very simple. We don't need a flowery review. No. No. So, yeah, please review us. Yeah, that would be great. And if you have cr- constructive criticism, let us know. Yeah, that's great. But don't be mean about it. Right. Kind but, constructive yeah. criticism is yeah. great. We're open to if you want us to do something different, if yeah. you, you know, think if we should take something out or whatever, mm-hmm. um, let us know. Yeah, for sure. We're we're here for you. <laughs> that's right. 
Uh, we have a couple of YouTube subscribers, so that's nice. That's been kind of going up lately. So mm-hmm. hello to Hillbilly Hippie Paranormal. Yes. And Tranquil Rabies. Okay. I love Tranquil Rabies <laughs> because it's such an oxymoron. Yeah. Like whoever's like, oh my God, your rabies, they're so tranquil right so now. So tranquil. Like you don't even know you have them. <laughs> the foaming at the mouth is just so down. Right. Right. <laughs> and then the last thing I have on our notes is that we discovered a new Joe Kenda show. I think I saw it. Is it called Homicide Hunter? Something? It's called Never Give Up, I think. Yeah. Homicide Hunter, Never Give Up. Oh, is it? Um, I didn't realize yep. Homicide Hunter was I part of the title. I looked at it. I was going to watch it when I was taking my nap today, but I'm like, oh, this is a new Kenda. I need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you'll want to watch it. it uh, also, that first episode, there's only one episode out right yep, now. Yep, so far. And it is, um, it is, yep, Homicide Hunter, Never Give Up. And yep. that one episode is an hour and a half. So it's a doozy. Usta. It's yeah. a doozy. It's a good one, though. The premise is that it's- uh, Like a cold case. It's cold cases that were Kenda's, Back uh-huh. when he was working at, uh-huh. as a cop, and then they were picked up after he, you know, more recent times, they were picked yeah. up by the cops that are working in that precinct now. now and are solving these cases with based on what he mm-hmm. had done and um, and new information. And sometimes, yep. like in this one, it was it was DNA that the um, the crime was in eighty seven, and mm. they didn't have DNA testing and stuff right. back then. But because Joe Kenda is a fucking genius, he made sure to save all of the DNA. So because he knew someday it'll be worth something. Yep. So and he's real, Greg. He's real. I know. Greg doesn't believe that. Greg doesn't believe in a lot of things, but he doesn't believe that Joe Kenda is a real person. He thinks he's an actor and that he's an amalgam of a bunch of different policemen that existed maybe in Colorado Springs, maybe in other places. And so uh, I'm oh, Gregory. consistently trying to, or constantly trying to uh, prove, explain to him, real. yeah, that he's a real, or that, he's, that he was a cop, yeah, he's a real ex person, cop, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I just realized that my audacity just turned my sound down again. So I'm gonna have to sit real close to the microphone because that's the only okay. way you're gonna be able to hear me. Okay. All right. So the uh, uh, content warning I have is. Uh, there is some talk of rape, but it's okay. Uh, it's only at the very end, and it's not okay. Well, I did not watch the episode, so I okay. don't have any content warnings. Okay, <laughs> all right. Let's do it, everybody. Let's get Let's in. Buckle in. Buckle yeah. in and sit down and shut up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can talk all you want. We can't hear you. It's true. It's like when people <laughs> clap at the end of movies. What are you doing? Oh, what are my you God. doing? Uh, before I quick energy maybe not quick um thursday night it was quick so (laughs) thursday night greg and i went to a a real movie theater (gasps) and saw a riff tracks i've never even heard of it okay so do you you know of mystery science theater right yeah okay yeah so mystery science theater when it ended some of the people went off and made cinematic titanic and some people went off and made riff tracks okay so it is it is some of the guys from Mystery Science Theater mm-hmm. that have this thing called riff tracks, and it started out being where they would they would riff on movies that are were popular at the time mm-hmm. that were out like on DVD or at Netflix mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and so you would purchase from them just the audio 
of them okay. making the jokes so that it was no like there wasn't any copyright sort of copyright yeah. thing. Right. So you watch Memento on uh-huh. your own. Yeah. And you play their track and you can sync it up and so you That's play funny. that. Anyway. That's a trippy movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty pretty funny with riff tracks too. I'm sure it is. I'll have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So we that now they do these live shows where they're mm-hmm. in I think they're almost always in Nashville. And they do this live show on a stage in a movie theater and they do the riffing live and then they have a live studio audience usually made up of their patrons. Mm-hmm. And then they broadcast it to other movie theaters all over the country. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's live. Oh, neat. Yeah. So we went out and saw that this week. We've seen oh, a bunch fun. of them. We yeah. see them every time they, they come. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, it was well, that's fun. exciting. Yeah. It was fun. You venture down into the land of the living. Yeah, we did. And and had popcorn and everything. Oh, my God. But um, what was interesting is that just because of the, like, format of the way that they're talking over the movies and Mm -hmm. I don't know, it feels more almost conversational. Mm -hmm. So people are like clapping and like hollering at the screen and stuff. And it made me think of that because I thought it was so funny that that people are doing that. People are doing that. They're like clapping. Okay. I'm going to pause for a second because my recording volume has gone down to half. Uh I don't understand why. So I'm going to turn this down. Are you a recording volume glass half girl, half full girl, or (laughs) half empty? Well, I'm a, it should be at about 89.89 and it keeps going to, was that 57? Why the fuck are you moving? Stop moving. Okay. Nope. It just moved again. It's like doing, doing this on its own. What is happening? All right. Well. I guess hope for the best. Yep. Oh, it's way too low. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, no, it's back up. It's just moving on its own. Okay. Well, yeah, that's cool. All right. So, sorry ahead of time, guys, if this sounds like shit, but, oh, there, it just moved down again. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I think it thinks it's helping. It's not. (laughs) It's like, whoa, Amy, too fucking loud. (laughs) Not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Unleash the power of stories anywhere, anytime with Audible. Immerse yourself in gripping stories, insightful knowledge, and captivating characters anytime, anywhere. Audible is your library on the go. With hundreds of thousands of titles across every genre, there's a world of reading waiting for your ears. Listen while you cook, clean, or commute. Free your eyes to conquer your day, all while feeding your mind. Start your 30-day free trial today and discover the joy of listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash TAC. That stands for The Activity Continues. With your free 30-day trial, you get one credit, two credits if you're a Prime member, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. You get the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. Listen all you want. No credits needed. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash TAC. Skip the shopping struggle. Get curated outfits picked by stylists who know your taste. Hey everyone, AP here and really wanted to talk to you about Wantable, which I love because I hate going to the store to try clothes on. I don't like being in the dressing rooms. The lighting's always bad. The mirrors aren't great. 
I'd rather try things on in the comfort of my own home. So I use Wannable to treat myself. Go in and select a style edit, have them send that to me, get surprised by the different items that might be in there. Some are outside my comfort zone, but it's funny how when I try those on, they end up being some of my most favorite items. I have a handful of items in my wardrobe right now that I have worn several times in the last couple months, and they're going to get continued use. Highly recommend you check out Wannable. Get $25 off your first order by going to theactivitycontinues.com slash Wantable. Free shipping and returns. Wantable edits your style. Hey, listeners. My name is Kayla, and I'm the creator and host of a new podcast called Dark Tales from the Road. We cover true crime, spooky, creepy, and ghostly stories, and I want to take you state by state and country by country to bring you stories you may not have even heard of before, and also learn some history on the city and the state where it takes place. So join me on the road as we discover dark tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday. I have an Instagram, Facebook, and a Patreon all at Dark Tales from the Road. Thank you so much, and I hope everyone has a great day. Okay, so this is, again, season uh, season 8, episode 13. It's called Shattered, and it originally aired September 16th, 2017. The location is Sinclairville, New York. It is a tiny town under 600 people, and it looks really depressing because this is in the middle of the winter, and it's Mm -hmm. like cold <laughs> and i bet nobody locks their doors and everybody knows everybody probably else. Yeah. probably yeah yeah yep it looked like a cute area it was a cute I'm sure it was yeah cute house i bet and, it's adorable know. in the fall with all the leaves oh god i bet it's beautiful then yeah yeah but in the winter dead of winter Ooh. <laughs> in the winter it's not pretty <laughs> i mean it probably is like when people have christmas lights and stuff yeah. up, but it it looked really desolate and really cold, barren and cold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, like my my like my uterus. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's cold, is it? It's cold. Yeah, I just gotta give that look at. <laughs> oh my god! Dry okay. ice everywhere. Okay. This <laughs> took a turn. Yeah, it did. I'll say. <laughs> Okay, so our client is Jackie. Okay. She spells it J-A-C-Q-U-I, which mm. I had trouble with in my notes because my stepmom's name is Jackie, and I'm mm-hmm. used to spelling it or typing yeah. it quickly. J-A-C-K-I. And so I have to go J-A-C-E-Q. <laughs> I was having trouble no, with it. No, no finger, not no. the C. You no, got to go Q. No. Over Q. Yo, way over there. Yep, way over, over there. Over yonder. Over yonder. Top left. So... And her husband, Tim, and they have two kids, Bradley, who's eight, and mm-hmm. Phoebe, who's six, and they are adorable. Oh, Phoebe. I love that They're name. They're so cute, these kids. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not really a kid person, no, but these kids are fucking cute. Hashtag not a mother. No, I was a preschool teacher for like seven years. I yeah. I did my- You did your time. I did my time. I didn't want to do it forever. Yeah. I could hand them back and that yep, was fine. At the end of the day and then yep. go home and have some wine and be like, yep. oh my God. Yep. Never having children. To be fair, to be fair, yeah. you did kind of 
jump in the deep end with like 33 year olds. That's a bit, that's a lot of three year olds. Oh, <laughs> 33 year olds. Like, no, they were like, 33 years old. No, like yeah. 30 space three year olds. Yeah. Yeah. That would make anybody not want to be a mother. Yeah. I mean, I really liked being a preschool yeah. teacher. It was hilarious. It was fun. Yeah, I'm sure. I loved it, but yeah. Eight hours a day is as much as I can. It's do. enough. That's yep. enough. Some yep. days I'm like, oh my God, we're done. And then I'm yep. like, oh shit, I can't hand them back. Yeah. Okay, where's the mother? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, it's me. Shit, it's me. God damn it. <laughs> you didn't think that through. I know. Son of a bitch. I did not plan. I am not a, f- I don't, you know, plan ahead. I'm not very, no, I'm not a planner. I'm very um, spontaneous, okay. which is a perfect thing to do to have a kid. Just like sure. wake up one day. Oh my God, I should have a kid. Yeah. Right? Why yeah. not? What could go wrong? What? Not a thing. I can't, I can't think of anything. <laughs> Except that cold uterus. Yeah, it's desolate. <laughs> Not that that's because you had a kid. No, some people might say that's the good thing. Yeah. That desolate uterus. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. You're too young for all of that. <laughs> Let's move on. We're okay. like three sentences in. I know. I'm still on page one. So um, I'm at the end of page one. But so Jackie, Jackie says that this the uh, activity in the house has really changed her husband. He mm. doesn't spend time with her or the kids. Mm. And Steve asks why she thinks this is paranormal. And she mm. said, it's gone from the occasional fight to constant all the time. You boozing? You boozing? You boozing? I don't think he asked anybody that this time. Oh, well, that's Steve. Kind of, I know. All right. I'm getting really mad at audacity. <laughs> it keeps going down. Sorry, guys. This episode's probably going to sound like shit. Anyway, also we're not even drinking either. I know, I know. I was going to, but I was going to, but then I'd have to go upstairs, and my son might see me, and then yeah, would be really bad. Yeah, yeah. You need a little wine fridge down there. Oh my god, you're so smart. (laughs) See, this is why you're in charge. (laughs) Oh, okay. Jackie's health has declined, and her husband tells her that he hears a a voice in his head telling him that he doesn't love her anymore. Oh my God. I know. And she's asked him what's going on. And he literally hears this voice saying, you don't love your wife anymore. And it's a male voice. Yeah. Steve asked if it's like this when they're not at the house. And Mm -hmm. she said, no, they went on vacation and everything was great. He even held her hand for the first time in a long time. And, but then they get home and it's all, Mm-hmm. Gone to shit again. Mm-hmm. So Steve asks why they don't leave, and she says they don't, they can't afford it, and this house yeah. is supposed to be their dream home, and yeah. they, you know, yeah, don't want to have to leave. It's tough. It's I mean, understandable. You you know, you spend two three hundred thousand dollars on a house. You can't yeah. just like, well, on to the next one. Yep, yep. Tough, but, and especially like some of these people who have had to move. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't feel right about selling this house to somebody right. else, right? Who might have the same problems that we do. But mm-hmm. as Amy said, just sell it to and, someone and who no. doesn't believe. Yeah, and then it'll be fine. Or somebody who doesn't experience it, like right. Steve. Right, right. Because that ghost can. Knock on his door all day long. He yeah. ain't answering. That's right. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> I won't answer you. <laughs> okay. So, you guys, I just had a nap, like literally right before this. So yeah. I am amped and ready to go. Good, good, good. Okay. <laughs> so where this is Amy's arrival. So right out the gate, she says there's something here and she calls it the drip. Oh, gross. I hate I that. Oh, I, I know. hate that. 
I know. I'm picturing like molasses, just like dripping something dripping. I, she never really describes him or why she calls it that. Mm-hmm. I, or if she did it, maybe I it was cut. Either I missed it or it was cut. Mm-hmm. But I did watch it twice, so I I didn't. But I don't remember seeing it. She says oh. it's odd looking. It's not a person. Mm-hmm. And the dead, the other dead there, are unnerved by it. Mm, that's not good. Yep. What she does that have to fear? Yeah. Right. Well, being stuck there, I guess. True story. But she said this thing that came up to her and like whoosh right in her face and she could see only her reflection in it. Oh, that's freaky. Mm-hmm. So and it doesn't have any features. Mm-mm. It mm-hmm. just looks like you when you look at it. Gross. I hate that. No, thank you. Mm-mm. She said it makes you focus on your darkest truths and either you face that or you go crazy. Super. So yeah. we've got two options and neither of them are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she goes upstairs and she said the whole upstairs is no good. Whole, I'm guess that's, that's where all the bedrooms are. Of course. Of, of course, course. Of course. So she said the drip is coming in and making them relive horrible things that oh, happened no. in their lives. Matt asks how it got here or why it's here. And she says it's attracted to the living thing that sleeps in this bed. And she points to the one of the beds in the room that, or the bed in the room that she's in. She said the living person doesn't like her life and she's miserable, depressed and emotionally unstable. And it's a female. Oh, so I bet it's um, Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. So Steve and Jackie are in the living room and she says that things disappear and reappear. Oh, classic. Yeah. Pretty frequently. And also the daughter's stereo turned on by itself once real loud too. Was it boozing? I don't know. He didn't ask. (laughs) So Amy sees a teenage dead boy Uh who is bad and does bad things to living people. Okay. He likes things loud. So she wouldn't be surprised if he turned on a TV or a radio real loud. Mm -hmm. He likes it because it freaks them out and gets their attention. Okay. So he's a little shit. Like all teenage boys. Right. She says he's mad and goes into as many houses as he can and rages. So he must be going to other houses nearby. Which is interesting because you don't normally, you when you have spirits, they're usually attached to like one house. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's just kind of popping into the other neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. She said he's also a klepto, so things will go missing or move around. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jackie and Steve are now in her bedroom, and she tells about how she has really bad nightmares. She had one about dogs running out from the woods. Mm-hmm. They're in a kind of rural area, and she couldn't scream. She was trying to scream and couldn't. I hate the dreams where you can't scream. I know. I hate that them. paralyzing thing. Yep. Sleep paralysis. Or is mine terrifying. is I'll try to scream and no sound will yep. come out. Yep. I do that too. I hate that. Yep. No matter how much I try. Yeah. I had that happen in real life to me once when I was little. I was Mm -hmm. swinging on a swing and a bee came and landed on my arm and I was terrified of bees. Yeah. And I tried to scream and nothing came out. And so like nobody would come help me or anything because nobody knew anything was wrong. Oh my God. It was very scary. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're in the laundry room and Jackie talks about a time when she was walking out of the laundry room and she was pushed. She (gasps) fell and broke her nose. Oh my gosh. Like it pushed her hard. Damn. Steve Steve asked her to demonstrate on him. Uh She pushed and he, I mean, he went hard. Like he's big. Like it takes a lot to push Steve. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. So she says she wakes up with bruises ranging in sizes from like a childlike hand to the Mm -hmm. size of a donut. 
Mm. And I wrote in my notes, mm, donut. I was just going to say, now I want a fucking donut. <laughs> and now I want a donut. Damn it, Jackie. I know. Fucking I know. donuts are so good. The I state know. fair's coming up soon. <gasps> the great Minnesota get together. Yep. Yeah. No, thank. Yeah. I, I, we don't go. It's too many people. <laughs> it's too people Too people Far too people uh-uh. I don't like it. I don't either. Anyways, donuts are good. Donuts oh, are good. okay. So donuts with chocolate icing and sprinkles. Chef's mm. kiss. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the donut. I'm not entertaining any other thoughts. Any other <laughs> any other contenders for the best donut. You're I mean, I'm yeah. not saying I love all donuts, but that's the top of the donut tier. That's a really good one. Yeah. It is a good one. I like I also like the ones that are that have the the vanilla like pudding inside. Oh, like the custard? Like the Boston cream pie kind. Yeah. 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 I like those, but if we're talking about fillings, I prefer like raspberry or strawberry jelly. Okay. Okay. But like, I'll take, listen, I'm not going to say no to a donut. You know what? Almost any donut will do for me. Any donut will do. They're my downfall. A-D-W-D. Any donut will do. Yeah. (laughs) That should go on a shirt or. Oh, yeah. Or a sticker. Do your cricket thing. I'll try to. I need to. I've not cricketed for a while. I forgot to sign you the the Lugos guy. I'll do that. Oh, Puka. Yeah. Puka. Puka is his name. Mm -hmm. Ghost stains his game. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, funny. So her daughter had a dream about a snake and she kept rubbing her neck. And then when she woke up, she had bite marks on her neck. And I have a picture of that. Oh, my God. And I will post these on the socials. That's so scary. I know. Steve asks her what she wants from all this. And she says she just wants her family back and she wants her husband to be who he used to be. Mm -hmm. So Amy and Matt are in Jackie and Tim's room. Mm-hmm. And she sees the teenage boy at the end of the bed. He mm-hmm. likes to lift up and drop the bed. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> and then Amy's voice changes a little and she says, the person brought that thing, the drip. So the person, like somebody. Somebody in, in that room. Mm-hmm. Okay. She says. Oh, yeah. Because you find that scary, I guess. So he hates whoever's here. In this space. They want this person gone. Okay. Great. So now we're at back to Steve. He is talking to Tim in the garage. Of course. Of all places. Yep. And Tim agrees that he's changed. He said he always used to be happy, wanting to go out and help people and stuff, and it's all changed. Mm. He talks about the voice telling him that he doesn't love Jackie anymore. And he talked about the pain he sees in her eyes when he does tell her about yeah. it. But so then Steve, in his Steveness, yeah. goes, All right, so man to man, is it just trying to get out of marriage or what? No, I love my wife. That's a very valid question. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, like, like, he'd admit that, you know, on camera. Yeah. His wife's going to see it. But no, he says, No, he, he, he loves his wife. Yeah. Um, Steve asks about the voice that he hears, and he said it's a man, and he hears it every day. Oh, my God. Every day? Every day. And it just started last year when uh-huh. Jackie had surgery. They thought she had a heart attack. And she's young. I mean, this is yeah. a young family. Yeah. She can't be. I I don't think she's more than 30. She can't be a day over 30. <laughs> I don't think so. If she is, she looks great. Yeah. But, What's um, her skincare routine, Jackie? Yeah. <laughs> but so I that's surprising to me that she had yeah. a heart attack. She looks yeah. healthy. You know, she's not. Well, Whatever. how many spirits have we read about that cause heart attacks I know, and cause crazy. heart issues? 
so crazy. I mean, a couple one one guy I remember I did a case. He died at like thirty seven. Uh huh. Yep. From yep. a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So it happens. It does. It's scary. Silly spirits. Yeah. So he started hearing voices right after that, and he said his health has gone down too. He's been in the ER wow. four to six times. He said with the feeling of having a heart attack. And Steve asked, like, what happens? Are they, you know, what did the doctors, mm-hmm. you know, what tests do they do? And he said they can't find anything wrong. They do all sorts of tests and nothing. Mm-hmm. Hook them up mm-hmm. to all these machines, mm-hmm. nothing. And Steve asked him to describe how it feels, and he said it's pressure in his chest, and then he feels mm-hmm. a tingling in his left arm. And Steve goes, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I suffer from the same thing. And like, Steve. Steve. <laughs> so you've had heart attacks? Steve, we need to have a talk. I know. You are not allowed to get nope. sick at all or no. injured or anything. Oh, <gasps> What? So Tim feels like he's losing control of everything. I'm sure. Oh, buddy. So now Amy and uh, Matt are going outside and she's reading from her book. So I assume that this is. Uh, a woman that she saw earlier, mm-hmm. like maybe she's not seeing her at the second, yeah. but or like she like she visited her when she opened herself yep. up or something like yeah. that. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And she said the woman was burned as a witch in 1692. Stop burning people as witches. I know I we know. have, but like, yeah. come on. I know, really Ugh. awful. I'm so angry. So the left side of her face is burnt. The right side is normal. She's very powerful and is attached to the land. Mm. And she feels like she has to hunt mm-hmm. people. Okay. Mm. She makes Amy she, feel where did sad. that come from? Yeah. She makes Amy feel sad and angry. Mm-hmm. The witch is making the living woman feel sick. Nausea, mm. fevers, and a hot sensation in her mouth and throat. Mm. Like burning. Yep. And yep. she said it's like a fever, but on the inside of your body, which is where a fever is, isn't it? It's a fever. I put in parentheses. Fever that's called menopause. <laughs> fever all through the night. I love that song. Fever. I do too. I give her my fever. Ow. It's a sexy song. Fever when you hold me tight. <laughs> fever. Okay. Um, fever. Okay. Anyways, moving on. From now, Steve's talking to Phoebe, the little girl. She's six <laughs> and is super cutie. Oh, my she, God. I love her already. She's so cute. Yeah. She has a cute little voice like this. Of course she does. Yeah. Was her hair in pigtails? No, it was down. It was blonde and messy. And she was just kind of like sitting on her bed and a little nervous. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah, oh my God. Steve so, is so good with the little kids. He, kid, he is really he good really with the kids. He really is. Yeah. He's so good with them. Yeah. He's really sweet. Oh, so... She says she tells Steve that she has nightmares where she's getting kidnapped. Oh, my God. She didn't talk about the snake, but um, he asked. Do you want to stay here? No, I want to go to a different house. Mm -hmm. But she said, if you could get rid of all the scary stuff and get, you know, take these, get these ghosts out of here, I, I could stay. But she says, if they don't go away, I would leave the house. Sweetie. I know. And then Amy and Matt are in the bedroom, and I assume it's Phoebe's room, and Amy says, terrible nightmares. The witch, she looms, and that's when the person freaks out. She said the person wakes up, and there's an old lady right in her face, like inches away. I hate that. Pick on someone your own size, lady. I know. I know. And Mm -hmm. Matt clarifies, so they're seeing this witch when they're awake? And Amy says, yes. They may think they're having nightmares, Mm -hmm. but they're not. Does she know it's a kid? Uh, she didn't say that she yeah. knew mm-hmm. at the she time. She probably does. She probably does. Yeah. 
So Steve's now talking to the son, Bradley. He's eight. Uh He's another Uh cutie. And Steve asks him if it's okay in his room. And he said, no, this is the worst room. He even has his sister sleep on the floor sometimes. Oh, what a good big brother. Yeah. So uh, over, over Steve's shoulder, I don't know if you can see the picture, but over Steve's shoulder, you see a little cut out doorway like a little kid-sized doorway, uh-huh. and the door is open, and it looks like there's it's like an attic space. Okay. And there are beams on the floor, and it looks like insulation, and it just looked really spooky, and they weren't saying anything about it for a while, and I'm like, um, can we talk about what's over Steve's shoulder there? Hang on, let me... <clears throat> oh, yeah! Creepy um, little room in the kid's bedroom. I'm sure it's open. Yeah. And Steve's like, oh, let's just ignore this. What? <laughs> well, they do talk about it, but not right away. And I was like, um, can we just. Mm. I'm so, sure that that poor kid having that open is freaking him out. Probably is. Yeah. Wow. So he says he hears voices every day. Steve asks if it sounds like kids or adults. And he said it sounds like all of them. Mm-hmm. Steve asks where the voices are coming from. And the kid points to the door. Super. And they show the room and there's another picture I put in of I the saw actual that. attic yep. space. No, thank you. Yeah. It Just looks really it. creepy. Just barricade it. Yeah. And Steve asks if they're talking to him or if they're just, if he's just overhearing them. And he says, They were talking to me because I'm the only one that can hear them. Oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm. He says he sees a little girl standing at the top of the stairs leading up mm-hmm. to the that floor, that second floor. Mm-hmm. And she's just stares at him. And she's in a long dress down to her feet, and she's about his age. Mm -hmm. And Steve asks how often he sees her, and he says three to four times a week. That's so often. I know. And so then Steve asks if he ever tries to talk to her, and he says, no, because I usually don't talk to people unless they say something first. (laughs) And Steve kind of chuckles, and then he asks if it scares him, and he says, yes, it's the creepiest thing I've seen. Which indicates he's seen a lot. Uh Uh-huh. And then Steve asks if he wants to stay, and he says no. He likes the house, but he just can't deal with Mm -hmm. it anymore. So now Amy and Matt are headed downstairs to the basement, and she says she sees the witch, but she sees her young. Mm -hmm. And the witch says she has to hunt living people. Why? Does she say why? Well, Amy says she hunts people that remind her of the people who killed her. Liars, gossips, and religious fanatics. Oh, well, crap. I'm a gossip, so. (laughs) so Don't come at me. She hunts them and makes their lives miserable by causing them to do bad things. And she Mm. said, it's fun for her to torture those kinds of people. I mean, I get it. Yeah. You know, if that's the kind of people who tortured her. Yep. That's right. But like, wouldn't you want to rest? Like you're spending an eternity. Yeah. Just angry. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I've never been burned at the stake, so I don't know. Yeah. But that's I cannot, that's true. But yeah. oh, geez, that's really tough. Yeah. So now Steve is in town. He's meeting with a genealogist. Not a gynecologist. Her name is Tina Scott. And she tells him about the passenger family who owned mm-hmm. the property from 1956 to 1973 and that their son, Andrew, he was a real problem. Uh-oh. So this incident took place in 1940 when he was 18. So this was before his parents lived on the property. But this just gives us an idea what a shit stain he was. Mm-hmm. It was Halloween night, 1940. Andrew was with another friend who was about 19 and they were cruising. Mm-hmm. They came upon a girl. Uh-oh, I they hate liked. this. They cat- I hate this her. story. I don't want it. <laughs> they cat called her and were trying to get her into the car because, of uh-huh. course, right. that works. Yep. 
uh, she wasn't buying it. And Good. so that pissed him off. Right, of course. Of course. Why can men take no? They can't. Right. No. So uh, they got mad and he got out of the car and tried to pull her into the car. So basically kidnapping. Kidnapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And He's God arrested. knows what else. Yeah. Well, we yeah. know what else. If Well, right. Um, <sighs> he, he was arrested and sentenced Good. to six months in jail. And then there was a, the, he, the um, genealogist, Tina Scott. I don't know if I said her name. You did. She, yeah. uh, okay. She shows him a picture uh, or she shows him a cutout from mm-hmm. an article in the magazine. And it says two youths get salty sentence for disorderly conduct on Halloween. Okay. That's not disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct is when you're running around like kicking over trash cans. Right. This is attempted kidnapping. Exactly. That's not disorderly conduct. No. Stop making excuses for people <laughs> who are men. Exactly. I know. So um, he got six months, which doesn't seem like very much. His Not friend enough. only got 30 days. Of course, because he was just the driver. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's true. He maybe he could have stopped it. Certainly. Yeah. Or, but, or maybe he was totally in totally down, you know? Right. Who knows? Right. But anyway, after he gets out, this Andrew in 1942, he's out again and uh, again in a car he hits and kills a 70-year-old man. Oh, my God. So later that year, he married. Oh, he didn't get in any trouble for that. No, of course not. No. So later that year, he married uh, Elaine Dyers. Oh, poor Elaine. She had just turned 14 <gasps> when they got married. He'd be about 20 or 21 at this point. Well, they have three children. Oh. But then Elaine gets oh. sick. We don't know what from, but she died in 1956 at the age of 28. Yep. 14? Uh-huh. So she shows, uh, Tina shows Steve the obituary, and it doesn't state how she died either. They really don't know. I did a mm-hmm. little search in newspapers.com mm-hmm. to see if there was, like, I couldn't even find her obit. I couldn't find mm-hmm. anything with her name in it. So I got bupkis. I don't know. I don't know what she died from. So Andrew does not take her death well, and his parents are now living on this property, so he moves in with them. Mm -hmm. And then he passed away in 1963 at the age of of 41 from rectal cancer. So I think he got what he deserved. Yeah, I think karma got him. Uh, That's a bad one. So she shows him the death certificate, and so he lived in that house for seven years before he died. Um, His mother had to raise his kids. Of course. That's and, too bad. Yeah. Oh, they had kids? Oh, that's right. You said yeah, they, had, they three. had three kids. Yep. So Amy and Steve are still in the basement. And, uh, oh, Amy and Steve. I wrote Amy and Steve. <laughs> Jackie? Amy no, and Matt. Amy and Matt. Oh, okay. This is the Amy section. <laughs> Amy and Matt are in the basement and she sees a dead family. Mm-hmm. She sees the mother who has three kids and they were here a long time ago. She said the kids all died close to the same time. Boom, boom, boom. Right after one another. Yeah. The mom is nervous and doesn't trust people. She was married when she was 14 and died of an illness. Wow. Matt asks how old she is, and she says she hears 28 or 29, mm-hmm. which is when this woman died. Yeah, yeah when she died. She, yeah, she sees them all hiding in the corner, but she doesn't know who they're hiding from. Andrew? Probably. But yeah. I, my, I'm confused because those the, the children, they mm-hmm. grew up. They didn't die as children. Maybe there's other children. They might be they different children. Maybe this isn't. Maybe, or maybe this isn't Elaine. Or maybe it's residual. Yeah, I guess it could be. I mean, I guess when you're, when you, even if they died when they were, you know, forty years old, 
they yeah. could decide to come back and haunt as, as children. children. Yeah. So Steve's headed to the library and he says, searching through old records, a.k.a. digging through, digging the, archives. through the archives. He <laughs> finds the Strong family, who also owned the client's land. The family is connected to a murder that happened less than a mile away. So, What was that? Something just broke upstairs. Oh, it sounded like a like a hiss, like a psh. Sounded like glass. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, there's something else. Hang on, let me go check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary. Hey, guys, this is Michelle, and I want to first of all thank you all for checking out this podcast. You may be wondering what you were in for tuning into a podcast called Paranormal Exposed. Well, let me tell you what you're going to get on this ride. First off, I am a skeptical want-to-be believer in the paranormal. I'm going to be looking into various paranormal stories and give you all the information that you can possibly handle. You will get the history behind your favorite stories along with some stories you might never have heard of. So, of course, this isn't a history podcast. It's a paranormal one. So, of course, I'm going to present the haunted reports as well as any photographic video evidence or any of that I find along the way. All the episodes will feature stories based in the United States, and I will cover various paranormal phenomena. So join this skeptic every Wednesday wherever you tune into podcasts, and together we will find the truth and expose the paranormal to be real or not. All right. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. So Stig, Stig, <laughs> that was. Are you Steve. sure you're not drinking? That was Steve and Dig. Well, I got water. Maybe who's I Dig? <laughs> I, I, I was missing. St- I was mixing Steve and Dig from Dig into the archives. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. Stig, yeah. Stig. Okay. So he, uh, while he's digging to the archives, he finds the Strong family who owned the yes. client's land. Okay. The family is connected to a murder by connected to a murder that happened less than a mile away. So he goes in to meet local sheriff, Joseph Garas or Geras. They didn't say it out loud. So I don't know how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I screwed that up, Mr. Sheriff. In 1897, Axel Lawson lived with the strong family and he mm-hmm. was found murdered on May 27th, 1897. He'd been beaten badly by a blunt instrument. He was 33 years old and the sheriff handed Steve a drawing of the guy. Mm-hmm. And he was a, uh, produce peddler. He went between Sinclairville and nearby Jamestown. Oh, he looks creepy. Yeah, he does kind of look creepy. So uh, Sheriff then shows Steve a sketch that was in the papers of the crime scene. And below the photo, it says, drawn from a photograph taken yesterday for the Courier Record by H.C. Drake of Sinclairville. Uh-huh. So like they took a photograph and then somebody drew it to put it in the newspaper, which is interesting to me. I guess that's how they did things in the 1890s. Yeah. So he'd been pretty badly beaten, and they collected 17 pieces of his skull at the crime what? scene. So, yeah, they basically recreated it. it looks, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's his body. Okay. So the two suspects So they're all are, just, like, posing with this body? Yeah, I guess they're all standing around looking at it. Well, oh, my God. Okay. They're probably all... You know how it was back in the day. Everybody would, like, the... the They'd um, make a day of it. Yeah, and the... 
it's the newspaper reporters that are like first on the scene and they're standing yeah. around there like poking at the body and everything. Yeah. I mean, hey, you dead? Hey, yeah, I, it's, hey. Just, it, it's amazing that they, yeah, that, they that anyone that. got convicted of anything. I know, I know. Every crime scene was contaminated. Yeah. <laughs> so the two suspects are Fred Page, who's 50, and his son-in-law, also named Fred, Fred Romer, who's 35. And apparently the two Freds tried to pawn Axel's watch off in a pawn shop in Fredonia, which kind of made me laugh because Fred and Fred, Fred, Fred went to and Fredonia. Fredonia. That sounds like a kid's book. Fred and Fred went to Fredonia <laughs> to find some friends. To, <laughs> to pawn off a watch. They to pawn a watch. took off a dead guy they killed. Five-year-old's like, what does pawn mean, mommy? <laughs> <laughs> well, Fred. <laughs> Okay, so they were held but released for insufficient evidence. Steve suggested that maybe they were either well-liked or well-connected in the community and someone didn't want them to go down. Mm. So now we're back to Amy. She and Matt are still in the basement. She says she feels like her stomach just dropped. Mm -hmm. And she's seeing three dead bodies. One of them got his head bashed in by a rock. There's another person she can't get anything about. And then there's an old man. Mm -hmm. She thinks he was a farmer, and she's seeing 1910 to 1950s. Mm -hmm. She said all hell broke loose, and she sees the kid's head get bashed in. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not sure what this is, but Axel was 33 when he had his head bashed in, so mm -hmm. not necessarily a kid. And the elder Fred was only 50, which I wouldn't call elderly, so I'm not mm -hmm. sure if these are the people she's seeing. Well, maybe though, you know, they said that they can, she said multiple times they can come back however they want. That's true. So like and maybe, like we were just saying, maybe those other people came back as yeah, kids. Yeah, so maybe, but. you know, the, the guy who got his head bashing came back as an older man because he never got to live to become an older man. Well, he's the one that she says. Oh, the kid. kid. I mean, yeah. the kid. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't weird. know. It's weird because then she says the farmer's angry. He goes into fits of rage. and She just keeps saying it was very bad. Day. But I'm confused about who that is, too, because the farmer in that time frame is Andrew Passenger, but he wasn't hit in the head with the rock. That was Axel who was hit in yeah. the head with the rock. So, and neither of them were kids. So, I don't know. I'm confused. But, yeah. Anyway, now Steve sits down with Michelle Henry, who's an anthropologist, who says there Ooh. is, yeah, there is a Native American grave site there, <gasps> or there was. No. It was three acres, and it was a big mound. It was one of those big mound burial mm -hmm. yep, sites. Yeah, like a burial mound. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She said it was believed that it was the Erie tribe that were there in the 1600s. And since it wasn't a natural landscape, the people who settled there in 1825 removed 50 human skeletons. And then about 30 years later, another 25 were removed. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be fucking with their shit. Mm -mm. They were... These bones were all sent to museums throughout New York, and some were displayed locally. She shows a picture of one of the displays, which is in there, you can see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just a shelf with bones on it, but it's really creepy. And I noted that caption underneath it says prehistoric bones. Oh, that's not prehistoric. No, that's not prehistoric. So Steve asks, the natives, the Native Americans think this is disrespectful? Like, he's not really sure. <laughs> yeah, and they she do, says, Steve. absolutely. Of course, Steve. Yeah. Of course. You dig them up from their resting places and display them like, you know, collectibles. These were human beings. Yeah. So now Amy's uh, she's still in the basement. She's crouched down really low and she says there's something wrong with the land here. There's too much death and too many weird deaths. 
There's something here keeping the dead people here trapped. Uh oh. Uh, that's a theme. I mean, the last couple yeah. ones we did had yeah. somebody, mm-hmm. an, an entity that was who trapping was double yep. p- dead people. Yeah. Yeah. She's confused why the dead are who are there are not leaving. And so Steve and Michelle, he's asking, he's asking her about the Erie tribe and asked, what do we know about them? And she said they occupied this area through the 1600s. They were in a long running war with the Iroquois mm-hmm. who burned their villages and slaughtered their people, men, women mm-hmm. and children. Not the babies. Yeah. In 1680, the Erie tribe had been forced from Western New York completely, mostly because most of them were dead. Right. Right. So now they show uh, Amy and Matt going back back up the basement stairs. And Matt asks her to expand on what's happening with the land. And she thinks that probably has something to do with the witch. Mm -hmm. She said she... uh, she tainted the land and she's doing something to prevent people from moving on and it's causing bad things to happen. Mm-hmm. Matt asks what would happen to the living who spent a lot of time here. She says if people are susceptible to depression or violence, it could exacerbate it. Oh, no. The people that she hunts, that the witch hunts, uh, would have a bad, very bad experience with her directly. Mm-hmm. So now we're on to sketches, and Amy mm-hmm. says the two that concerned her the most are the dead teenage boy who lifts up the bed and drops it and the witch. The witch. I was bummed that she didn't draw the drip because yeah. I really wanted to see what the drip looked like. Right. So Tim and Jackie are in the reveal. And Steve explains that the whole family is being terrorized, but it's the marriage they're most worried about. Uh, Amy talks about the laundry room, which is upstairs. I When they were in the laundry room, I thought they were in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was upstairs. She explains this tiny woman and her three children says so she was married around 14 and died between the ages 28 and 29. She's very protective of her kids who are very rambunctious. Mm-hmm. They hang out in the crawl space in mm-hmm. little dude's room. Mm-hmm. In Bradley's room. Mm-hmm. And she says you'll hear laughing and running around and stuff. And I put in my notes, I'm not sure why. I don't get why they're kid ghosts when they died as adults. But yeah, you know, we already kind of covered that. Right. So Jackie says that Bradley has seen a little girl up there about 11 years old. And Steve talks about the passenger family. He talks mm-hmm. about how Elaine had just turned 15 when she got married. And mm-hmm. Amy's face, she just went. <laughs> I know. I saw the screenshot. Like, same Amy. <laughs> she talks about the teenage boy who's very angry. And um, they would experience him with noise like TVs or radios going on. And uh, talked about how things go missing. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. yep, yep, that tracks. Uh, Tim says that when the radio turned on full blast, it was mm-hmm. unplugged. That's the freakiest. Yeah. Maybe it had batteries, but still. Still. Amy says that he's starting to become more physical and she sees him shaking the bed. So this is the first sketch. And it's kind of hard to see, but you can see that there's a person on the bed. Yep. Oh, that's scary. With blonde hair. And the Uh whole family's blonde. Oh, the girls. uh, Jackie and the kids are both blonde. Mm -hmm. And then this teenage boy um, is lifting up the bed and dropping it. Mm-hmm. That's really scary looking. As Steve is pulling the thing out of there, he goes, oh, that's kind of creepy. And it's he sets Steven. it down. And Jackie says, that's exactly what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And she says how he held her down in the bed from behind. Mm-hmm. And Steve said, this stuff is in your dream. It might not be a dream. <gasps> so he could actually be holding her down See? and having that physical contact with her. And this at this point, Jackie gets really 
upset. Yeah. Like she's hyperventilating. Yeah. That that was my nightmare months ago. And everybody's looking like, is she gonna pass out or what? Right, right. It was bad. Someone get her a paper bag. Yeah, yeah. God, I hope they have psychologists or psychiatrists and medical staff yeah. with them the whole time. I hope so. Ugh. So Jackie says she wakes up with bruises on her arms and legs and Amy just nods. And Tim talks about how Phoebe woke up with that bite on her neck after the snake dream. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of move on from that. And Amy talks about being in the bedroom and she felt someone experiencing a lot of unhappiness. Mm -hmm. She said these negative emotions have attracted this entity that she refers to as the drip. Mm -hmm. It's never been human. Mm -hmm. And she says it is all black and shiny, but when you look at it, you see your own face mm -hmm. and it's forcing you to look at yourself and your darkest truths. It makes mm -hmm. you focus on things you've done that you're not proud of. And Eek. it makes the person really unstable, constantly ill and can trigger PTSD events. Mm -hmm. And Tim and Jackie are both looking at each other like, yeah. yeah. Check, 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 check. Amy says the dead here are terrified of this thing. She says one or both of them have attracted it. So the dead are pissed off and they want Tim and Jackie out of there. Tim talks about how after Jackie's heart attack and as soon as he says heart attack, Amy's eyes go wide and she says, what? <laughs> Amy, I'm sure that's she's, par for the course at I, this point. I know. But, I, but too, I mean, because Jackie seems so young, you know, right. you, you have right. heart attacks when you're 20 something. Yeah. So, uh, and Amy goes on, to, or Tim goes on to say how he, how he hears voices that tell him that uh, he doesn't love Jackie. Mm -hmm. Steve tells him to tell Jackie what he really feels. And bravo, Steve. This was so sweet. He, he tells, you know, tell her how you really feel now that we're mm -hmm. all here. And mm -hmm. he says, I, I love you and I want to be with you for the rest of my life. It's so sweet. I was just bawling. Yeah. And they hug. And Steve says, I bet you haven't hugged and kissed like that in a long time. It was so Oh, so Steve, sweet. I know. Retired NYPD homicide detective and relationship fixer. <laughs> yep. So Jackie mentions she hasn't even really cried since the heart attack. And Amy asked mm -hmm. how long ago was this event? And Jackie said a year ago. And Amy said that's the, the drip was probably initially attracted to or by mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And as if that's not enough, Amy okay. says the land is contaminated. Steve talks about how settlers excavated the burial ground and yep. shows a picture of the bones and asks if yep. this is why the land is bad. And Amy goes, uh, this one's a little different. And she talks about the witch yep. that she placed a curse on the land somewhere in the late 1600s. She was burned and now she mm -hmm. has to hunt. Amy talks about how the hate that she feels with Tim and Jackie and Tim talks about his heart issues. Mm -hmm. Amy says she's capable of projecting herself in any way she wants oh, and is no. worried that she's showing herself as a little girl to the yeah. sun. So that little oh. girl that, that he sees there <gasps> staring at her could He's be the this. Could, could be, be the, the Oh, yep. no, that's bad. Yep. That's really bad. Yep. So then the next sketch is uh, how she presented herself to Amy, the witch, that is. Scary. Steve. I didn't yep. like that one. No. Steve pulls it out and goes, that's pretty fucked up looking. Steven. I know. Yes. And it's, yeah, literally, it's yeah. this woman who looks like she was probably pretty mm -hmm. and, you know, half of her face is normal and the other half is totally fucked up. Totally burnt. It's like burning flesh and then like yeah, a hollow eye. Like a hollow eye. And then like neck. You can see bones. Her, her neck bones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Really gross. So she wants them out because they have the drip and she doesn't want to deal with it or him. So she's trying to split them up as a way to get them out of the house. Uh-huh. 
She says she is the one who's telling Tim he doesn't like Jackie, but as we said, she can present herself however she wants. So it's coming across as a man's a voice, male voice, even yep. though it's a woman. It's her. Yep. yep. So Jackie now says, this is all her fault. She brought this stuff here. And Amy says, why do you feel that way? And Jackie says that when she was 14, she was raped. And she says, I had no one. And after that, everything I did was a lie. Oh my God, Jackie. And I don't know what she means by that necessarily, but she feel I I guess because of that trauma, she mm-hmm. behaved in a way that was not like her and maybe mm-hmm. caused problems for some people. Because it sounded like Amy was almost like blaming her. You know, she feels like she I mean she's taking she's blaming herself, but it kind of seemed like Amy was kind of like, Oh, why do you feel that way? And like why, right. you know? Right. And then like, when she comes out with she was raped, I was like, Well, that's not her fault. No. But yeah, oh so I don't know. God. Either it was really I feel like that section was really highly edited and that maybe mm-hmm. Jackie said more mm-hmm. about what she may have done I'm sure she did wrong. Yeah. That they cut or well, she whatever. didn't do anything wrong. But no, but I mean I if she reacted yeah, yeah, yeah. later mm-hmm. in later years did something bad that mm-hmm. because of the trauma, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But um it just seemed weird for Jackie yeah. to answer like that and I I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so the solution, the drip. Jackie needs to seek therapy regarding the rape and process it mm-hmm. and really process those things. And she said anything else that's haunting her. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is what Amy was maybe referencing to when she asked Jackie why she thought it was her fault. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she did do something. Maybe she did do something. Not great. Yeah. 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 So Amy said it would be extremely difficult to move on the witch and the teenager. She suggests they don't stay in the house. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So she says there's hundreds of years of contamination. It would be yeah. super hard to wipe it away. Yeah. It's going to be hard and stressful, but they have to, you know, do the the um, the therapy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they are, they're relieved and they thank Amy and Steve. And then the ending mm-hmm. recap, follow whatever, up. follow up, says Tim and Jackie are searching for a new home and the activity continues. Oh, my God. So I want to talk I really about want a an bomb update. at the end of the day. I know. Or at the end of the episode. I know. I really want I really want an update on these two. Yeah. Which brings me to the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, and I want, you know, we want listeners uh input on this too. And I posted about this on our socials mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I saw. Um as we know now, the Dead Files is coming to an end. Um this is next season is yep. gonna be the last one. Yep. And so we have to think about where we want to go from here mm-hmm. if we want to keep doing. I mean, it's not like we don't have a ton of episodes, episodes to cover right. because right. Uh, it was on for 14 years. So right. um, we do have enough episodes to keep us going. But do we want to keep doing that? Because part of the reason I wanted to do this anyway is to bring new viewers yeah. Yeah. to the show. Yeah. And if it's going to be off the air, I guess well, there's really no point in doing that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so do we want to keep doing that? Do we want to do a different show? Mm-hmm. Do we want to, what I would really like to do if, if I thought it were possible is I would like to have this be like a follow-up. Yes. Show. And, and we people, get yep. the, the, um, people who are on the show. Uh, yeah. Clients. Yeah. Yeah. People who had called Amy and Steve in for help and do a follow-up, do an interview with, with the family or with one or two of the people and, you know, have them as a guest on the show, talk about what, you know, what's been happening, what, it, if they can mm-hmm. talk about 
mm-hmm. how the how the recording was and all yeah. that stuff. That yeah. would be super interesting. Yeah, it it's would. possible they can't say too much. Right. Um, but I would like to definitely get updates on like yes you know if the if they did all the things amy suggested did it work mm-hmm. and if it did work did it work forever or did it mm-hmm. ever come back or did you mm-hmm. move or you know all yep. that kind of stuff or so, did other spirits come and maybe yeah. not the original someone but, else show up yeah yeah so and i think judging from the facebook groups i'm in of people that watch this show mm-hmm. everybody wants updates on these people yeah, you know yeah. you've spent an hour watching them and you, mm-hmm. you get invested at least and, once like yeah. and, and i'm sure the people watching it are watching more than one episode sure yeah so you know we speaking i, I mean only for myself but i believe everybody not everybody a lot of people that watch this show feel the same way we really yeah. care about these people and we yeah. want to know what happens to them what happens so to them yep if you happen to be listening uh any of you were clients on this show and you want to discuss or you know somebody who is and uh, tell them about it we we would love to yeah to talk with you and we i mean if you want to remain anonymous we can change your name we don't have to say what episode it was yeah yep we can do that too it doesn't have to be a zoom thing it can just be a phone call yep i was on the show yeah this is what happened this is you know we if you want to do that we can totally do that we don't have to be like hey this is bob from season one episode one yeah Actually, yeah. I think his name was David, but <laughs> the season one, episode guy. one, the the dandelion, the dandelion guy. guy. Oh, he's yeah. not coming on the show. We no. we made too much fun of him. We did make a lot of fun of him. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about um, that. But yeah, so we would love that. Yes. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Yes. Um, thank you, Megan. You're up next week. Do you yep. want to tell the lovely people what you're doing? I sure do. I'm presenting Hell in the Heartland, which is season eight, episode one. And this was actually a suggestion from one of our listeners. And his Mm -hmm. sign is at Jim1062. Mm -hmm. And he tweeted at us asking if we'd done this one as it was his favorite. So um, since Amy did the last listener suggestion by Carrie, uh, it is my turn to do this. So that's why we're doing it. We're just knocking out season eight. Boom, 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 boom. And I... um... I did watch this one mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a doozy. Okay. All right. I see why it's his favorite. Do I have to watch this in the day? Yeah, it's uh it's a doozy. It's it's got All everything. Right. I'll watch it in the daytime. Yep, yep. <laughs> so if there's uh anyone else out there, if there's a favorite episode of the dead files that we have not covered and you uh, would like, and you us want us to cover sooner rather than later, yeah. reach out, shoot us a, a email or message mm-hmm. or DM or there's mm-hmm. a million ways to reach us. They're all mm-hmm. in the show notes. So mm-hmm. cool. Cool. That's, that's what we love. That's We'd the love show. To hear well, from thanks. thanks everybody. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media, and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boo Pod Network of super cool podcasts. 
Nailed it. 